Welcome to the Fit Movement Podcast, a podcast all about pursuing his intended target. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Movement Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Noah Nelson. And I told you last episode that we were going to spend some time in reflection in most of December. Uh, I do want to put a pause on that. Now, it does have a little bit of a reflection in it, what I'll talk about today. But I want to jump into ideas for 2023, and then we'll get back to reflection. Uh, I've got an episode in the oven right now. And we'll be ready for you guys, hopefully by next week. Um, so hold tight to our reflection piece, even though we've got a little bit of it in today. But today we're going to be talking about workshopping for a successful 2023. And I created a little bit of a template that I want to work through that hopefully will help you become more fit, P-H-I-T, in 2023. Uh, this is something that I came up with that I'm going to try and use to a degree in my process as I get ready for 2023 and thought it was worthy enough to share with you guys. So if you remember all the way back in June, and if you haven't listened to it, uh, you can go back and get a snippet kind of of what I'm about to share more in depth. I talked about like the four A's of like personal growth. Uh, which was attention, awareness, availability, and advancement. I'm going to use that template as a way to create a plan for you to grow in 2023. That's going to be the framework that I'm going to use. It's going to have a lot of other stuff inside it that we'll talk about. And so, yeah, that's kind of the framework I'm going to use. You should know, and if you're anybody like me who cares about personal productivity uh, trying to improve, uh, especially as a Christian, trying to improve in all things and do what God has called us to do here on earth, then you know that there is plenty of different ways to do this. You can be very simplistic in your approach to growth. You can be very detailed and extravagant in it. Uh, this is just one way. It's not the only way. And if you find that there are other ways that are better than I'm all for that. Hopefully through this episode, I can give you some ideas that are going to only help you in your growth in whatever area of life that may be. So lots of different ways. This is just one way. And again, along with this, this is what I tell people all the time when I do personal training is everybody's going to be starting at a different point with this uh, amongst all the information I give you. If you're overwhelmed and there's only one aspect you want to take away from this, great. Really lean into that. If you feel like you're at a position where you can do a little bit of all of it, great. Go there. We're all at different levels. Don't try to do more than you can take. The point of all of this is growth. So do whatever you can. Start wherever you need to start at to try and be better than you were from the beginning of 2023 to the end of 2023. So... With that being said, let's dive right in. One thing I like to do that kind of puts all of my growth thoughts uh, and my template of actionable steps and that kind of stuff is I try to have a word of the year. I've done this now for a little while 
And obviously, if you've listened, especially this last episode, you know my my word of 2022 was awareness. And if you want to go back and listen, I talked about how awareness um, played a part in my life and what I learned from it in this year. Still kind of workshopping what I want the word for 2023 to be. I know it's going to have something to do with simplicity. I know that's what I felt I need for 2023. If you don't feel like you're a word of the year type person, then don't worry about this. But I think it helps me when I'm uh, forgetting or fall off the wagon, so to say. It's kind of gives me a lighthouse uh, to steer back towards when things aren't going right. Is like, what was I focusing on again? Um, as I'm looking at goals and maybe having a hard time, it gives me that thing to come back to just one simple phrase. You could even do this in like a verse. You could have one verse that uh, signifies your year. It doesn't have to be just a word. It could be one quote. Um, but really, it just helps me to like know, okay, if let's just say I use the word simplicity next year, it will always like that will be the light that I use to then make all the details of what next year wants, like what I want it to look like for me. So simplicity can be the guide for me. And if you feel like that's something you need, something that can kind of help guide all your decisions and actions that you want to add, subtract anything to your life, um, then a word of the year might be for you. So let's get into number one, attention. So I feel like this is the first step when we are getting ready to plan for 2023. First step in attention, we need to actually list out what went well, what didn't go well for 2022. Usually when making a plan to improve ourselves, we have to know what we are improving from or the baseline where we are starting. So maybe it does literally mean you need to write out all the goods, the bads, the not so goods, not so bads, whatever the case may be, anything in 2022 that you feel went well or didn't. If you just want to spend some time thinking about it, I think you just need to set some type of time, whether you write it down, talk it out with a friend, pray about it, any of these things, uh, that's the place where you start. This one may take the most time and I would probably say when I'm thinking about this, I need to take more time here than almost any other step because it's going to help me figure out where I am at currently. If I look at how 2022 went physically, mentally, spiritually, uh, relationally, I'm going to come up with a proper baseline to then be able to start talking about, thinking about writing down goals, habits, for what is coming in 2023. I'm going to have a key, like a, a focus of each category here that is crucial to like being successful in each one of these four categories. The key in attention in this area when listing these things out from your 2022 is going to be honesty. You have to be honest with yourself when trying to create a baseline to grow from. I think it's just imperative and it might not be the answer that you want or hope, but it's 
better to be real now. So then when you look back, you can see where you came from and actually have like a starting point. Understand that through all of this, when you take time to bring attention to where you are currently, how 2022 went, try not to attach necessarily too many emotions to it and just let it be like that is the baseline with where you're at. Hopefully that makes sense. Obviously, we're going to tie like, oh, I did this. Oh, I might have gained 10 pounds. That's bad. Oh, I read 25 books this year. That's good. I know we tie like those things together, but try your best. Try to just say, like list out the facts of how things went. In doing that, you're just going to create a pure baseline of where you are to then be able to set yourself up to go from there. All right, attention. We now move into awareness, the second A of personal growth. So now we've got kind of a baseline. We've set ourselves up for where we want to go. Awareness now is we see what we did in 2022, and now we're going to make choices on how we want to be better, stay the same, not worry about it, that's where this section is going to be focused on. We're going to start pitching ideas for the dreams, the goals, the habits that we want to talk about now. I want to get into it a little bit. Some of you guys, if you're like me, you have questions about, well, is a goal and a habit the same thing? Is a dream the same thing? Or are they all separate things? I do think they're separate things. But I think they can all be in your plan for the new year. Uh, but they're just in different categories. These are my definitions. These aren't any definitions that I like stole from somebody. Or they're my interpretation of how I've done it through reading and learning about different goals, habits, rhythms. Dreams are like the big things you're like shooting for. And that's typically like far off from now. It's important to have that in your plan as you're going, especially if a dream is like a five-year plan, 10-year plan, something you need to write down uh, to remind you of like where you're headed long-term, but something you don't need to necessarily be as in-depth about. It just needs to be like available to you to see every now and again and make sure that your daily habits are trying to lead to that. But that's when we get into more of the habit section of that. So your dream is kind of, I would say, like your top of your pyramid, that top section. Goals, I feel like, are a step underneath that. They're, again, kind of these things we're shooting for, um, and they may be a little bit closer in achievement, like they may take a full year to achieve. Um, but they, again, aren't worried as much about the daily, weekly, thing. They're again farther off, but we need to be aware of them and make sure that our daily habits, weekly habits, then are leading us to those. So I feel like dreams are kind of the top, goals secondary. Then you start getting into habits. Habits then are your daily, weekly, monthly uh, task, actions that you need to be putting into place to then successfully accomplish goals, 
dreams. Now, something very important in my development over time, growing up being a very task-oriented person, I would probably lean more type A. I always felt like if a goal wasn't achieved, then I was a failure, and I didn't give myself a lot of grace in goal achievement if a goal wasn't met. Your goal and dreams can change. They don't, they are not set in stone. So it's important as you write these down and stuff to know that they can change. That's where you would change your daily habits to make sure that they are put in a position to where they can change as well. Because obviously if your goals and dreams change, your daily habits most likely will change. They may tweak just a little bit, but they're probably going to change too. So understand as you start writing these down, give yourself permission to change it if you truly aren't seeking that goal or that dream anymore. Hopefully that will help you. That helped me just to give myself some permission to let that go instead of having to just like, no, I told myself I needed to read 55 books this year and I got to do it. I got to do it to just cross it off. Like, don't waste your time doing that if that's not what you feel you need to do, not where you feel God's calling you to be improving in this year. Um, feel free to turn and adjust as needed to. So that's kind of my spiel on dreams, goals, and habits. Uh, another way in awareness, again, this is going to be starting where you start writing those goals and habits down. And I want you to take awareness in this time and think big and wide and all the right, like any idea you have, you should be writing it in this kind of section. There's a lot of options when thinking about like achievements in a year or goals in a year. I want to just give you a few that I've come across and maybe it'll help you pick one. You could look at it. Maybe I want to add things this year. I want to add a new hobby. I want to add this practice into my life. I want to add another spiritual discipline. I would call that like an addition year. You are adding things, adding more to your plate that you currently aren't doing or are not doing religiously. There's also something called a subtraction year where I'm going to be trying to purposefully take things out of my life. You could be, maybe it's a bad habit that you want to do less of. I want to stop eating fast food. I want to only eat sweets once a week. Um, I want to try and lessen my time on social media. Any of those would be more of like a subtraction type year. There's one where you could have a multiplying year. I want to double down on some of the current habits I already do. I walk twice a week for 30 minutes. Instead, let's go three times for an hour. Uh, I read the Bible for 15 minutes a day. Let's read the Bible now for 30. That would be kind of doubling down on a habit that you already do. And I think that also could be said, another version of that is having like a depth year. I came across this not too long ago and I thought it was kind of a really cool idea. Is instead of adding anything else, let's try to just go even deeper into the things I already have going. Again, that can be 
said the same thing as like, I'm just going to double down on these habits that I already feel are productive and great to me. And I'm going to go from there even more so. You can do a little bit of all of those. You could add something. You could subtract something. You could grow deeper in something. And maybe you want to do it that way. Like, hey, I have two goals I want to add to my life. Two goals I want to work on that will subtract things from my life. Two goals that will double down on something I already do. Great. If you want to do none of those, all just addition. I just wanted to give you options as you start to think about this. Now, while you're thinking about these, remember, this is kind of where word of the year goes into place, is using my example, if I'm thinking about simplicity, are my habits, goals, and dreams having some form of simplicity in its context? They don't all have to be, but I know that's something I want to focus on, so probably some of my habits will be about simplicity. And it might not mean that the habit specifically is simplified, but I'm trying to... So like for me, thinking about 2023, which I've done a little bit so far, I want to have more simplicity in my life to then focus on the things that are most important to me. So some of these goals and dreams may not be exactly a simple goal, but it's going to become a goal because I've simplified my life for that. Hopefully that made sense. I think it did. We'll see if you get it. Number three, availability. So we've taken awareness. We've wrote down. We've got this huge list of goals. Maybe it's a hundred things. Maybe it's 20. Maybe it's three. Whatever the case may be, now is the time where we start like really asking ourselves the hard questions. That question or process that we need to do here is basically edit. We need to take time to really think about if our goals and habits that we want to add or subtract will actually fit into the confines of our daily life. Uh, this may take a little while to really consider this, a time to pray about, to talk with a spouse, and just to see if this is really feasible for this time, this season of life. If your goal was, I want to hike Mount Everest. Now, in uh, the availability category, this would be the time where you're like, okay, do I have the finances to actually do this? Do I have the time to train and prepare myself for the hike? Do I have people in my place that are going to help me train and prepare myself for Mount Everest. Uh, do I want to be willing to spend the time for the trip away from my family, and will they be okay during this time? These are the kind of questions you need to ask yourself as you're looking over all the dreams, goals, and habits that you've put in place or that you've written down. A lot of editing work. You can use... And I'm sure most of you have heard of this. You can use the SMART framework here. So SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Time-Bound. So this is where you start putting that into practice. Instead of saying, I want to eat better, you start putting into place, I will only eat out three times a week 
for the entire year. I will go to the gym three days a week for 30 minutes and do strength training. This is where you put all the details into these goals and habits that you are wanting to achieve. The big key with the availability section is saying no. <laughs> and this is, again, if you have a word or a thing that you're looking at to guide your decision-making for 2023 or your guide for being more productive, this is, again, a great time to go back and reflect. And this will help you make choices on doing that. So for me, I'll keep using mine. Hopefully it will help. If simplicity is important to me and I have goals, all these additional goals that want to add more things to my life, but I really want to focus on these other five, should I really go after these other additional things that may seem fun but aren't truly going to be helping me in the five areas I really want to grow? Probably not. I probably need to put those on the back burner and really focus on these five until those five are attained or I feel like I'm at a good place where those are going to be accomplished day in and day out. So that would be one way of really looking at your life and just being realistic with yourself. Like, do you have multiple kids at the house and other people you're responsible of day in and day out? Okay, so I probably don't have five hours in my day to spend on my personal productivity, you know, or these habits that are only for me. Maybe you only have an hour, maybe you only have 30 minutes. So then think about these goals and habits that you have and try to realistically put them in place that will work with the career you have, the family you have, and all your other responsibilities that you already have in place in your daily life. Last one is advancement. And this is where you actually start putting the work into place. So this one really comes into play January 1st uh, or whenever you feel you're ready to start putting your habits into action. It may not be January 1st. Whatever date you want to set for yourself that you're going to get started on this. I think a big thing with this is creating stops along the way to make sure you're actually keeping track. So this could look like buying a journal that has like an area where you can check off every day that you accomplish a task, making some type of grid. You could make one virtually. You could, I like I said, use pen and paper. You could have some type of accountability, and that's the key in advancement is having some form of accountability that you're actually getting the work done. It's great to talk about goals. It's great to write them down. It's great to have big dreams, but are we actually doing the work to get us to that point? That's the only place where growth is going to happen when we start actually doing the work. So provide yourself some form of accountability. Also, you can use this accountability to, again, go back to the point, like, why am I doing all this in the first place? Again, we'll look back to our word of the year, our guide of why we want to better ourselves for the, like, what's the purpose? What's your why? That's going to be helpful when times get hard, when the honeymoon phase of, like, doing this new habit starts to wear off. So 
those are the four, my four A's of personal growth put in some type of template that will hopefully help you in 2023. Uh, I hope this will help you. I'm going to be taking time. What do we got? 15 more days. When this comes out Monday, we'll have less than that uh, to prepare ourselves for 2023. Um, whenever you feel you're ready to start, then, like I said, doesn't have to be necessarily January 1st. Um, but whenever you decide, I hope this gets you thinking about where you want to be in 2023, where you were 2022, and where you want to continue to grow, start growing, um, and become better at pursuing his intended target so thank you guys for listening uh feel free to like subscribe to the pod share it with somebody who may need this and we'll see you for the next episode